Okay, so now that we had that introduction, I'm sorry that they were in two separate files. Now that we had that introduction um, as to what we are talking about, so we're trying to reconcile Rabbi Yochanan, the contradiction in Rabbi Yochanan. And uh, to reconcile it, the Gemara tells us, so now we are going to start from the very bottom of 9a, Tesamud Aleph. Um, we're at the third to last line where it says, Aleph Resh, Amar Rabbi Yirmiya, shiny. Okay, that's what we're up to. He's going to answer the contradiction in Rabbi Yochanan. Amar Rabbi Yirmiya, Yirmiya said, Shiny Tuma, Diyeshla Tashlumen Pesach Shani. He says that you can't bring a contradiction from impurity. Because impurity is different, because we see that that has the compensation um, when it comes to the second Pesach offering. So what is this a reference to? So it's as follows: um, We try to show that be, um, we try to show that Rabbi Yochanan holds that even though you're ineligible to bring a sacrifice, you still need to compensate for it from a case of impurity, where that's what made you ineligible. But um, what the, the answer is, is that ineligibility because of uh, impurity is actually different. When it comes to any other ineligibility, if you were ineligible to bring the sacrifice, you do not need to bring a new one. When it comes to impurity, there, it's a, there it has its own designated law, and that is that even if you were ineligible at that point in time, if it was because of impurity, then you certainly do need to make up for it. And... The prime example for this is the second Pesach. What's that about? Well, the Torah tells us that if you were impure and were not able to bring the Pesach sacrifice on the, at the right time, then you have a makeup day exactly one month later, and that's called Pesach Sheni, the second Pesach. So we see that very clearly, that ineligibility due to impurity is different than all other types of ineligibility. Now, Maskifler of Papa. Now, Papa asks and says that the, that the way you just resolved the contradiction, Rabbi Yochran, not so simple. As follows. This is understandable, meaning you make a good point according to the one who says, Pesach, okay, now we're um, turning to 9b, Tesama Bey's Pesach Sheni Tashlum and who, if you hold that the second Pesach is a compensation day for the first Pesach that you missed. But if you hold that the second Pesach is a festival in of its own right, right? It's a holiday in of its own right, which has its own Pesach obligation. It's not a time for compensation. Then what is there to say? Meaning you have no proof that impure ineligibility because of impurity is different. All you would, all you'd see has nothing to do with it, compensation. It's that if you didn't bring a sacrifice on the first day, then you have this other festival for everybody that didn't bring a sacrifice on the first Pesach. There's a second Pesach that has its own holiday sacrifice, and you're only obligated in that holiday sacrifice if you never brought one the month ago. But it's not a compensation, and if it's not a compensation, then we have no proof that ineligibility because of impurity is different. Ela Amar of Papa, rather of Papa says, Kasava Rabbi Yochanan, Laila Eno Mechusarzman. So rather, what Rav Papa says is Rabbi Yochanan holds that night is not considered Mechusarzman. Night is not considered premature. Um, which means as follows. So this person, he's at the end of the, he's at the end of his pure, first purification process. And what we say is, is that when you're done with your purification process, you're obligated to bring a sacrifice, sacrifices. Now you wait till the next morning to bring sacrifices because we don't bring sacrifices at night. So really at that moment, that night falls, you actually 
at that point have an obligation to bring sacrifices. Just you can't do it because of it being nighttime. So there's two ways to look at what the status of nighttime is when it comes to sacrifices. Either you look at it as you're actually obligated at that point in time, just there's a technical reason why you don't do it because it's you're not allowed to bring a sacrifice. You don't bring sacrifices at night. Or you look at it as the obligation doesn't even start until the next day. And perhaps what we can say is Rabbi Yochanan holds that Laila eno mechusarzman, night is not considered to be mechusarzman, to be considered premature. Rather, the obligation does start at that point, which means that before becoming impure again, the moment night fell, this person did was not um, was not ineligible to bring this sacrifice. The obligation fell. He became obligated. It happened to be night, so he couldn't bring the sacrifice, but certainly um, the obligation did um, did fall upon him. And it was only afterwards that he became impure. And therefore, because the obligation did fall upon him, he's going to have to compensate, which is different than the case of the Chagiga, where on that first day when you were a Chiger, when you were lame, the obligation did not fall upon you whatsoever. So therefore, there's no compensation. Okay, but now we're going to ask, Umi Amar Rabbi Yochanan Hachi. Now, but did Rabbi Yochanan really, does Rabbi Yochanan really feel this way? That you have a, a sacrificial obligations begin at night? But didn't Rabbi Yochanan said, and um, this is about a somebody who is a Zav. A Zav is a male who experiences some sort of seminal emission. Um, and the idea is, is that once you see a certain number of times, then you actually have to count seven days without a seminal mission in order to be considered purified. And then, of course, go to the mikvah and bring sacrifices. Um, so what we're going to talk about is the following person. This person, he saw one emission at nighttime. Okay, so let, let's just clarify what we're talking about. Again, it's a very similar case to the case of the Nazir. This is a person who went through the Zav. This, this person who saw several of these emissions is called the Zav. So he went through the Zav purification process, which takes seven days. And then all of a sudden, at nighttime, before the eighth day, which is when he would bring his sacrifices, he saw again. Or let's let's talk about let's talk about the exact case. Ra'a If you saw one emission at night, so the night before the eighth day, bayom, and then you saw two more the next day, maybe. Then what you have to do 